Hello everybody and welcome to Vegan Snack Attack. Uh, this is a very unusual episode as uh, I'm going to be at the Los Angeles Vegan Beer and Food Festival and my guest today is somebody who you guys probably don't know about because he is a friend of mine. Uh, he and I have another podcast together called Hey Teens with John and Eric. Uh, I am, of course, John, and he is naturally Eric. Uh, Eric Goslin is joining me. Uh, hey, Eric, what's up? Hey, John. You didn't tell me it was a vegan beer and food festival. No, I'm just kidding. You <laughs> uh, Eric is not vegan, um, but has listened to and reviewed Vegan Snack Attack for a podcast called Podcast Squared, which is a podcast review podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a snaking its own tail. Basically. And uh, after listening to a few episodes, Eric had a few questions for me about veganism and was uh, a little bit more adventurous when uh, given the option to try some some vegan snacks. So uh, I figured it would be really interesting to take him to the vegan Los Angeles Vegan Beer and Food Festival um, that actually uh, is put together by... Um, Tony from uh, Tony's Darts Away, Tony Yano, who has been on the show, uh, Nick Adler, who runs the Roxy, is running this, and also a good friend of the show, Quarry Girl, who I certainly hope will uh, give a few words. Um, but I'm really excited for Eric to be trying a lot of this amazing vegan food and, and the beer and everything that's going to be here. Uh, what are your expectations like, Eric? Well, I mean, I've always been vegan friendly, um, given the, uh, like I'll always go to a vegan restaurant with no fuss. I'm not the kind of person who's like, Oh man, but what am I going to eat? There's it all tofu. But, uh, <laughs> I'm really excited cause I love food of all kinds. And, um, you know, I think vegan food done right is some of the best because, um, you know, it's very flavorful. It has to be, um, given he gets it guys. I get it guys. I'm just, what I'm trying, I'm not trying to pander to you guys, but I'm saying I get you guys. <laughs> um, but the thing that was really, uh, the biggest mind blowing thing to me that I'm now aware of, but wasn't before is about vegan beer, like, and how v- beer was or was not vegan. Um, so that was, that was definitely like a learning thing for me, but I'm just excited to eat some good food and drink some good beer. Excellent. Well, uh, we, we've definitely talked about the what makes beer vegan or not vegan on the show before, and we'll, we're certainly going to go over that a little bit more throughout the show. Uh, we're going to just pop in here and there while Eric has uh, things to say about uh, some of the food or, or beverages that we're consuming, and we'll try not to chew into your ears. And hopefully Eric has a lot of good questions from an, an outsider's perspective. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's do this. All right. Cue the theme song. If you're ever seeking for some grub that is vegan, but there's nothing new to try, or ideas have run dry, I know the feeling. But a podcast is here to relieve all your fears, so you better sink your teeth into the vegan Okay, we are inside the fest, and we just got our first beer. It's the Speakeasy Amber. Yep. And uh, Eric, what's your first impression about just entering the festival itself? Uh, there's a lot of people here, a lot of beer tents. Um, I smell food, and I'm starving, so that'll be that'll be enjoyable when I start eating that stuff. Uh, but the beer is really good. We got um, what is it? Prohibition? Uh, no, Speakeasy. We got the Prohibition Amber Ale. It's uh, pretty good, a little on the sweet side, but see, they have the benefit of being the first one to your right when you walk in. Yeah. So I imagine that they'll be out before anybody else. But uh, it's it's a very nice beginning to the day. Yeah. Um, so thinking food-wise, you're hungry. What are you in the mood for first? Man, I don't even know. Um, I, that's a, I'm so indecisive when it comes to choosing food. I was just like follow whoever's with me. Well, we um, do we do have the list of everything that's here, and it's kind of great. They do like a, a little checklist, so you can get absolutely everything, which is obscene. And uh, you know, I've never had Doomies before, and I've heard good things about it. Wouldn't mind tra- hitting that up, maybe or. Um, geez, I don't know. What are you in the mood for? Well, I'm actually kind of surprised. They have things like Gracias Madre here, which is uh, a San Francisco uh, a San Francisco joint that I actually particularly like. 
Um, then we got some coffee. We got some Frankenstein. That's pretty good. There's a lot of places here that I've never talked about on the show that I feel like are Los Angeles staples that you definitely need to be checking out. But uh, let's let's check. Let's grab some food and then we'll check back in. All right. Sounds good. All right, we just got some butternut squash quesadillas from the Gracias Madre tent, which is actually opening up a location in West Hollywood, which is very exciting for me, though it gives me very few reasons to return to San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, F you, San Francisco. That, no, that is not true. I will absolutely visit you again. So, Eric, what did you think of the quesadilla? The quesadilla is really good. It reminds me of, like, a, a potato taco. I mean, it's essentially it. That's what it is. Uh, but with butternut squash, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I am I'm a big butternut squash fan anyway, <clears throat> and it feels definitely doesn't feel uh, gross like a real quesadilla makes you feel. You know? <laughs> well, this is made with by, by real, you know what I mean. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Uh, so this is made with cashew cheese. Uh, are you familiar with cashew cheeses? Uh, no, not really, actually. And this is that what this? Uh, white yeah, why don't you take a little dab of that? What do you think about cashew cheese? Sauce. Yes, a little uh, a lightly colored situation. I mean, yeah, it's good. It doesn't have the consistency you expect from from real cheese, but yeah, well, it's more of a sauce than yeah, you know, like a exactly. clump or whatever of cheese. Um, but then we also went to Southern Fried Vegan and got some barbecue beef sandwiches. Yeah, uh, these I'm not as big of a fan of, although. Not being a picky gentleman, I'll still eat the whole thing. <laughs> well, this one, it's uh, you know a soft bun with some. It, it tastes like a wheat-based uh, beef substitute, yeah. and it's got a coleslaw in there. Uh, you know, it's definitely something that seems like it's easy to make at home. Totally, and you certainly wouldn't be fooled if you were a non-vegan eating it. You wouldn't be like, oh, this beef is great, but you can tell it's not actual beef. Right. I mean, it actually tastes like the the. The vegan beef strips that you could get at like Trader Joe's. Yes, actually, it, it's yeah. a very, very good uh, observation. So I think that the two of these uh, together is interesting. The Gracias Madre quesadillas, which is something that it seems like would be more difficult to emulate at home as opposed to the sliders, which. The sliders seem fairly easy to make. Absolutely. Um, we, we certainly hope that this isn't a boring episode for anybody. Uh, the, the festival itself is incredible there's there's music going on it seems almost endless uh and everybody just seems to be, have a good time i'm seeing lots of smiles on faces so uh i don't know what's your what's your impression of everything so far lots of flesh on display too <laughs> i think it's a big sex fest <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a lovely day outside everyone's it is. it's very lovely day yeah everyone's enjoying shedding uh a lot of layers of clothing <laughs> Not a sex you can hear the gentle sounds of reggae in the background, so you know it's on. <laughs> you know it's vegan. All right, well, we're going to check in in a little bit. All right, we just uh, grabbed ourselves a little sample of Kinetic Brewing Company's uh, coffee-based... Do you remember what it was called? Um... I think it was a coffee amber. Yeah, coffee amber. And it's kind of funny because when you start to drink it, it just smells like you're drinking coffee. Yeah. Nice coffee. It really, the more you drink it, the more it tastes like a cho like a coffee milkshake or something. Yeah, it's really delicious. It's really delicious. Uh, something else about the Gracias Madre uh, tent. Uh, Gracias Madre is owned by the same people as Cafe Gratitude. Uh, have you been to Cafe Gratitude, Eric? Uh, no, I never have. That's the one that says, like, you are. Yeah, everything is called, like, I am thankful. And I am magical. And then when they hand it to you, they say, you are magical or something. I've, I've only heard legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the place that you kind of always hear people talk about. Um, it's it, it's a little hippy-dippy for me sometimes, but the food is great. And uh, I'm thrilled that Gracias Madre is going to be around. But Kinetic Brewing Company is... Uh, I'm very impressed by them. This is really good. Yeah, this is really good. And also, I, I, I don't think we can speak highly enough of that uh, butternut squash quesadilla. That's really good. Absolutely. Um, so... Eric, you wanted to talk, or or you were not as familiar with the world of uh, veganism, 
seeping into the booze world. Yeah, that was. Uh, I remember the first game aware of it because I think I picked up a six pack of like Red Stripe or something like that. Yeah. Well, we were recording our other podcast that we do, uh, Hey Teens, which is hilarious. If you ever want to know more about <laughs> my life as a teen, Eric's of his team or teen or that of uh, different entertainers, comedians, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we sometimes like to provide beer for our guests in case they want it. And, um, yeah, Red Stripe uh, definitely uses some fish product. And it's in the filtering process, is that right? It's in the filtering process so that okay. when everything is made, and it, you know, has some, it can have sediment in it. And uh, sometimes filtration is used where it's made of um, maybe egg whites or something called isinglass, which oh, is made of fish bladders. Now, is that because it's just the more traditional way of doing things? I, I do believe that 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 is true where it's like that's the way that it was done hundreds of years ago so that's just the way that people know how to do it but I know that some breweries or vineyards for wine use things like clay or there there are some synthetic man-made materials that I mean, I guess I'm of, I'm of two minds about it being a non-vegan where it's like I, I understand wanting to stick with tradition but also why not just do it this other way that's equally... I mean, nobody would be able to tell the difference. They wouldn't sip a red stripe and be like, this is synthetic filtration. Well, there's also the 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 urban legend about Guinness, which I haven't been able to confirm whether or not this is absolutely true. Wait, what's that? It's yeah. So when Guinness is first being made, uh, it was very popular, and everybody really, really liked it. And then they discovered that in the vats of the beer, there were some dead rats. Oh, God. So they cleaned out the, the dead rats, and they you know made sure to do it all proper, and then nobody liked it. Oh, wow. So they now supposedly don't know if this is true or not. Somebody can email me and let me know, vegansnackattack at gmail.com, uh, that they actually do put a meat additive into the beer. Oh, that would actually make sense because it does have like this very thick, like almost meaty taste to it. Which I know it sounds disgusting, especially to all you vegans. <laughs> well, not everybody who listens to this is vegan. Yeah, but, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, it sounds like something that could be true. Uh, fortunately, it's not just dead rats. Yeah, Hopefully, yeah, it's more yeah. sanitary than that. I feel if you're going to do it, you may as well at least be sanitary. Yes. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so we're, this kinetic one, it's great. Hopefully, the, the caffeine will give us even a little bit of a boost. Um, yeah, there's nothing like drinking beer in the hot sun to make you uh, sleepy later. We'll be taking a, we'll, we'll record ourselves taking a nap later. Yeah, <laughs> a little vegan siesta. All right, guys. <laughs> well, uh, we'll check in in a little bit. Um, I don't know if we have a plan. There's a lot of really cool stuff here. There's also some like art things going on, and there's a uh, a company that does flavored water that we'll uh, probably have to check out. We also did get um, a little bit of green vegetable juice from Gracias Madre. A little yeah, sample. Yeah, it was interesting. Good. It was salty. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, and they also did a strawberry milkshake, which I believed had uh, a cashew base to it. Uh, what did you think of that? That was really good. Yeah, it was really, really tasty. Good. And they actually blend it using a bicycle-powered blender. Yes. Only which... in vegan Los Angeles. It really is. That's like a Portlandia skit. <laughs> yeah, totally. But uh, did the job. Did the yep. job. All right. We'll, we'll pop by in a little bit. So we just got some uh, Heart of Palm mozzarella sticks from Sage, which is an organic vegan restaurant in Los Angeles in in Echo Park. Uh, Eric, what's your take on these? These are definitely, as far as an approximation of mozzarella sticks, not very accurate, but I would say that they're their own beast. Well, I mean, clearly they're not going to have like the stretch. Yeah, no, definitely not. But flavor, I think that it comes similar to... Something in the mozzarella family, sort of. Yeah, I guess the center of it certainly does, uh, but it's still it's good, it's enjoyable. But um, yeah, yeah, and they're they're lightly fly- fried, which is also nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on an episode that I did with uh, comedian Zach Sherwin, um, he just brought over a can of um, just straight up heart of palm. That's a good, it's good snacking. Heart of palm fan. I recommend dipping it on the uh, ranch they have. Here. Yeah, they, there's a marinara side and a ranch side. I think, it, I think it's good. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, the ranch is the way to go with this. Very interesting. I'd say non-traditional, mm. but I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm a non-traditional man. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Eric. 
John, I have a question for you. What's that, Eric? Uh, we talked about cashew cheese. What is your favorite vegan cheese? Whoa, that's a good one. Uh, I feel like there's a different vegan cheese alternative for every occasion. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, certainly different ones are better for different types of foods. Um, give me a type of food. Not Let's say like a grilled cheese, sort of melty grilled cheese. Okay, grilled cheese melty. What I would do is I would combine Taya cheddar cheese, uh, and I would combine that with some of um, Teas from Chicago Vegan Foods. Teas cheddar. Uh, it would be a little creamy from the teas and really stretchy from the day up. Um, hit me with another food. Uh, let's say a... Um, hmm, just like a straight up cheese and crackers kind of cheese. Cheese and crackers, what I would actually really like, there's uh, I would definitely do a cashew cheese. Um, there's a company called Dr. Cow, I believe. They do a really... Yeah, that's a cow that got its PhD. Yes, absolutely. Uh, not an MD. No, no, no. no. Uh, but it's a it's a good like hard cheese that you would want to like put on a cracker. Okay. Okay. Um, any, um, any others? Mm, none that jump to mind, but I think those cover the the range of of uh, uh, hard cheese to melty cheese. Well, I'll tell you. But the thing is, grilled cheese. I would do something different than I would for like pizza. Okay. Oh, so pizza. What would you do there? What I would do is another combination of uh, Daya, which still gets the the stretch. The Daya mozzarella. And I'd combine that with Follow Your Heart's mozzarella cheese. Oh, okay. And Follow Your Heart is made just here in uh, California, just outside of Los Angeles. And uh, the flavor of that one, I feel, is a little stronger. Now, that is a soy-based one, okay. but uh, Daya is not soy-based. It's made with arrowroot flour. Um, is soy is soy a kind of a, a bad thing now? Some people just like to avoid it. I mean, yeah. there are different thing people have different feelings on it okay. but if you're not into soy and you want to have a vegan cheese alternative daya is a good uh, option you know it's very versatile and it all depends on how you cook it and the thing is you can experiment with the stuff and it's actually really widely available you can find it in most grocery stores which is I think pretty cool yeah totally does, oh, that, awesome. does that answer your question that answers my questions thank you uh, we, we just got a, an IPA from bootleggers brewery uh, what do you think about this one? Um, this one's not as hoppy as I would like it to be. I've just recently started getting into IPAs. I, I avoided them before. Have you had uh, Golden Road's Point the Way IPA? I have, yeah. It's, I yeah, like that a lot. They certainly have that here since Tony Yano is uh, one of the guys running the show. But that's one of my favorites. It's just very, you know, it's not trying to go crazy. Yeah. It's, it's pretty simple, but it, it's really good. That's my opinion on that one. Uh, so what do you think next food-wise? Well, all right. Seabird's truck is here, and they do a really good fried avocado taco. But, but, Shojin is here. And I've been to Sh- uh, Shojin, so it's not going to be anything new for me, but I love it. Shojin is an all-vegan and organic uh, Japanese restaurant with vegan sushi, which inherently, by definition, is not it's vegan. Not, yeah, yeah. But well, actually, I think sushi refers to the rice. Oh, is that true? Yeah, sashimi is the is the. Uh, well, they the certainly fish. don't have any sashimi. Although they do stuff with like just certain different vegetables, like thinly sliced, that kind yeah, of gives yeah. a sashimi uh, flavor or, or consistency and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but maybe we should have shojin next. Yes, yeah, shojin. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get some of that, and then we'll can hit record one more time. guys guess who i just ran into (laughs) me eric eric no we just ran into brian Patton, author of the sexy vegan cookbook yes what's up hello hello john how are you sir i'm doing great it's so good to see you um so your cookbook uh is amazing and i love it and we we've talked about this before on the episode that you were on that was all about you i remember uh but you've got a new one coming out i do i do it is the sexy vegans happy hour at home so it's small plates cocktails you know beverage pairings that type of thing um kind of more like pub based kind of pub yeah yeah exactly like tapas kind of stuff so it's like basically the way it started was um like two summers ago, um, I started this. I sort of accidentally started this little tradition at my house, 
where uh, every Friday night I'd come home and instead of making like a regular meal, um, I'd put together just some like quick little plates. We'd sit on the balcony and you know have some cocktails or some wine or some beer or something. Uh, with with the wife, well, she was the girlfriend then. Yes. Then she was the fiance, and she stuck it out all the way to the end. She's now the wife. So, uh, so, uh, so I would do this every Friday, and uh, and it was just like I was like, oh, look at me being romantic. I'm being a romantic thing. And then like she started telling her friends about it, and they were like, where's our invitation? So then, yeah. then like, uh, like you know. We started to have to like book. We're like, okay, we got Rob and Jen coming on this right, Friday. Right, Next right. Friday we have Tony and Judge Jamie or whatever. <laughs> Those are names I just made up. I don't know anybody. <laughs> sure you don't. Yeah, but uh, so it just became this thing. And so when uh, the publisher, New World Library, um, they said, oh, well, you know, we liked the first book. You know, so it's so been well. doing really well. Uh, apparently, it has done well enough that they wanted a second book. That's so awesome. It you know it did better than I would ever imagine. Really, like extraordinary that. food from an ordinary that's, dude. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, so anyway, so I present. I said, I said, well, I have this idea. Um, yeah, you know, I, I presented with some other ideas like. Indiana Jones and the Ten Day of Doom. And <laughs> I presented them with like we uh, love our puns with uh, 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 sexy two electric vindaloo. That was my all in- <laughs> that was my all Indian idea, <laughs> which I think would have sold like crazy. Yeah. They I said, okay, how about a happy hour at home? They said that sounds great. Absolutely. So cool. So when can we expect that to come out? That will be June 11th, is what it nice. says uh, on the internet. So is it written in the same style as the first one, where you kind of have the like? QR codes to the videos. Yeah, I definitely kept the QR codes. Um, you know, so you know, for some some operations that might be better seen than than read, uh, you just you know get your smartphone or your iPad or whatever and just mm-hmm. scan it and you, it takes you to a video. Awesome. So there's that. You know, there's the same sense of humor and right. whatnot. And the kind of like little like, hey, in case you don't know what this means. Yeah, this yeah, like, like the, the little the WTFs, WTF. the WTFs, yeah. like you know, for some exotic ingredients. But there's not really anything too crazy. Like, if there's anything that you can't get at your store, like, I make sure that you can find it online. So it's like a non-perishable spice or something that you could definitely get online. So Cool. Well, so Eric here is not vegan. Mm -hmm. Um, Why are we talking to him? (laughs) I would like to figure that out. Because we want to be... He's he's punching his uh, his palm right now. There's a whole clan behind him with switchblades. So... Uh, is there are there any particular uh, uh, items in the in the new book uh-huh. that would maybe appeal to somebody who's more hesitant about trying a, a vegan sure. uh, yeah yeah happy hour dish? totally totally I mean I think one um, well I do uh, oh yeah I do uh, it's called the the happiest meal so it's like a it's like these little mini Big Mac sliders oh great. and so you know the the patty is like lentils and wheat gluten and and then it has all the accoutrement they're like little tiny sesame seed buns pickles onions special sauce which is easily made vegan with veginase and stuff like and relish and you know whatever and uh, and so you bite them so because like a Big Mac like the meat doesn't give it the flavor yeah. you know right, it's right. the it's all the stuff around right, it that's right, that's right. what you remember so right. so so something like this you know where the, 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 in this case the patty does have flavor but it has all the other stuff and you bite it you're like this tastes like a big mac so and i make that with sweet potato fries like seasoned sweet potato nice. fries like that's one for sure that i would serve to someone like such as yourself so eric do you and the wife do a lot of cooking at home uh we do do a lot of cooking at home um a lot of a lot of quick stuff. Um, she does more of the more involved stuff. I'm more of the, on the lazy side of things. Uh-huh. <laughs> so quick stuff. Are there things that are maybe well, the, 30 minutes or less if um, we're going in the Rachel Ray world? Um, you know, there might be a couple because it, it's basically broken up into menus. Uh-huh. So, um, so and there's like three, about three, three, two, three, four dishes on each menu, but they're small plates. So. Um, so some of them, you know, most of them could be done in an hour. Some of them yeah. could be done faster, especially if there's two people working on them. Could probably get it done in a half hour. Uh, but I also have, um, I feel like, it seems like you've already read the book because you like leading me into all these things. Uh, but I know you haven't because... I'm really good at this, Brian. You are very good at this. So I have these efficiency tips that... Um, that at, at the beginning of the of the menu of the rest of like on you know the happiest meal menu, um, there'll be uh, there'll be this paragraph that says okay when you're making this menu do this first and while this is happening and do this this and this so it gives you like a timeline so that oh, you can cool. use your time that's wisely awesome. because that's really like that's a key to cooking that a lot of people don't know about that would make them much better cooks is time management because yeah. if you don't if you don't know how to fill in your pockets of time you get flustered you burn something you undercook something so like a lot of bad cooks are just bad cooks because. 
they don't know how to time management. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't know how to do time management. So the uh, so the you know these efficiency tips that's, which are in the book yeah, is, is important. So, that's really good to know. And I I just hope that that just that idea of that when they read that stuff like translates into when they're cooking other stuff that it sort of gives them sort of like a like a like a template. Say okay, yeah, I could you know do this during this process or whatever. You know, just right. Yeah. all right. I got a couple more questions okay. for you. Uh, Brian and Eric, you are both dog owners. Yes. I want to know, next cookbook, will it be a cookbook for dogs? <laughs> um, interesting. I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. Do you ever do any cooking for your dogs? Um, maybe treats or something? You know, I, I don't do any cooking for them. They just get, like, you know, raw vegetables. Like, uh-huh. I st- you know, I start throwing them a piece of broccoli. I'll throw them a piece of carrot. Now they just sit there. And they watch me like every everything uh-huh. I chop. They're like, "Am I getting that? Am I getting that? Right, no, right. sorry, I can't give you everything." <laughs> but uh, I like to think that they're trying to learn how to cook. I like, oh, look, sure. Lucy's. So look, you come Lucy's home from work one day. Yeah. And there's already a meal made. Like, oh. Right. Yeah. No, nah, I don't see that happening. Yeah. But so I don't. I don't really prepare anything specifically for them. But I, I throw them a, a carrot or a piece of broccoli every once in a while. They love kale. Every, really? dogs, I, love, I, dogs love kale. Look, Eric, I, I'm not the biggest the, kale fan. I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, no, I'm I gonna like, out I like, I here's, haven't had it right. Here's the thing. I like to rag on kale because everybody gets mad about it <laughs> when I do. I can, I can respect that. So like, um, yeah. I, I mean, I have like a little pet peeve with like a lot of these like what I see is like fad foods that uh, like all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, quinoa, quinoa, quinoa. Right, right. And it's, I just kind of like to piss people off that way. I actually like kale, but I like to say I don't like kale. <laughs> um, the next thing that I wanted to yes. bring up, yes. and I hope it's okay for me to talk Uh-oh. about, but you are now an expecting father. I, I, this is true. This is true. I am, I am unexpectedly Congra- expecting. Congratulations. Yes, yes congratulations. Um, it wasn't unexpected. It was a very concerted, <laughs> sure. it was a very concerted effort, actually. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so. I can get into more details. We'll, that you, <laughs> you gave me that's, that's for another podcast. Okay, okay. Uh, so, do you have any plans for cooking for a child? Um, I don't have plans per se, but I assume that like boiling vegetables and pureeing them is probably pretty easy. Um, you know, as far as baby food goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as like like kid friendly stuff, like when it starts to eat yeah, like, actual food, maybe it has saying? teeth and things. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Well, oh, with teeth. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Um, <laughs> well, it, I don't know. It'll just have to eat whatever I make it. Yeah. Or else well, there, it's not there you go. Any food. But I mean, this could after the dog one, you could do a cookbook, vegan cookbook for for little kids. I am getting that question. I, I've uh, gotten that question before. So it's a good idea. You know. Um, I I don't know if I've seen a vegan cookbook uh, for kids. Sh- could we just edit all. Of this out so nobody gets this idea so that I can take it that, and then you could like be part of it. Well, we, how about this? You can claim right now like that it's okay. in the works. It is in the works. Okay. Uh, this is a uh, uh, this is an implied copyright or something. Sure. If that is a thing. Mail this um, recording to yourself. Yes. I'll put it on a CD, mail it to myself. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's a great idea. Like I haven't gotten that far. Like It's still about, I mean, before this thing is eating real food. Uh, you know, uh, it'll, it'll be a little while, so yeah. um, sure. So I haven't gotten to thinking about that. I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to like not pass out during the delivery when sure. there's <laughs> stuff everywhere. So that's what I'm concentrating on right okay. now. Okay, but it is a great idea. Well, make sure that you eat things that are iron, yes. full of iron, yes. and yes. you know. Um, yeah. So thanks for for talking to us for a few minutes. Uh, congratulations on the new book, Thank and you. I look forward to reading it when it comes out and ah, yes. cooking with it. Um, so that comes out your name on it. Oh, excellent, excellent. It, uh, so yeah, so it comes out in June. Yeah, June, June 11. You can pre-order it now. Amazon, oh, awesome. Barnes and Noble. You know, uh, there's another website called Indiebound. I think it's like an independent bookstore type thing. Um, so yeah, it's pre-order now. Yeah, and check your local we bookstores local come bookstores, June. Yeah. Uh, whenever I see it, I'm always like, that's my buddy Brian. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's when it. I see the first one, I should say the yes. news. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I hope cool. that you enjoy the rest of the festival. Oh, yes. I know that I I'm am, having a good I time. I on it. All right, any, uh, any final remarks for our listeners or for Eric, the non-vegan, oh. <laughs> uh, enjoying vegan food today? Other than go F yourself. Oh, <laughs> he, he stole mine. <laughs> he stole it. All he right. Got, he got it. Thanks a lot, Brian. <laughs> Thank you, John. So we just went to a stand for probably my favorite restaurant on the planet, Shojin. So good. Eric has been there before because I've taken him. All vegan, all organic. Um, it is. Uh, it's just un- 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 unbelievable how how good that stuff is. Yeah, and we got the aptly named dynamite roll because that is, as Jimmy J.J. Walker would say, dynamite. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's very spicy. Um, 
and it just kind of melts in your mouth a little bit. I could really just like keep eating that sauce that they drizzle over. It's like a sesame seed oil-based sauce. It's really spicy too. It's really good, really good. Yeah, uh, and actually here they um, they serve they you can get it either four pieces or like eight pieces or something, which is which is good for a festival like this where there's a lot of stuff that you want to try yeah. but can't get around to all of it. So I applaud them in that arena. Totally. Um, but yeah. I, I mean, You're saying they have a new restaurant, too, open, right? Yes. Uh, so they have two locations for Shojin, one in downtown L.A. in Little Tokyo, over at 3rd and Alameda, and then there's one in Culver City um, that just opened, and I think you could check out their Facebook page um, to find out the information about their hours and stuff. But they, the same owners opened up a restaurant called Rice in Manhattan Beach, which isn't far from the airport. Um, and they have a split menu that's basically half vegan and then half with like fish. Right. Um, which I think is, you know, it's good if you're with people who are hesitant to try vegan foods but just want to, you know, you want to expose them to things like the dynamite roll, which they have there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd, if you went there, do you think that you would get some of the vegan stuff? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think their vegan stuff is so tasty. It's great. I think it's a perfect example. And this goes for um, uh, for Sage, where we had the mozzarella sticks, where it's a lot of the innovation and, and really trying to figure out what to do with the ingredients available that aren't animal-based that give you something excellent rather than something passable. And I, this is something I appreciate as a non-vegan, which is when they don't try to approximate a real, a meat product and just do their own thing. You know what I mean? Right. I really like that. That's, those, that tends to be the, um, the vegan food that I like the most. Right. Yeah, I mean, with, with Shojin, I mean, I do believe that they call their, the, what's inside the, the dynamite roll, a tofu tuna. Uh-huh. But I think that's mostly just so that you're, I don't know, familiar. You're aware of like, what, kind, what it's a, sort of going for. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's I, its own thing, though. I mean, that's, that's something that comes up a lot uh, among people who aren't vegan or maybe reluctant to eat some vegan foods because they label themselves as like, you know, such as the barbecue beef sandwiches we had before, where it's like, why call it beef if, you know, yeah. you're being vegan, you know, why try to make it seem like something that it's not, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, people seem to have, you know, pretty heavy opinions on that sometimes. Yeah, it's just, I usually just tend to enjoy the innovation more. Right. You know? I mean, I think that when it comes to things like that, it's more of a way, it's it's less for the vegans and, le- and more for the people who aren't vegan, so it's like, totally. here's what you're getting yourself into. If it's like a jackfruit carnitas, it's not carnitas, right. it's jackfruit, but it's like carnitas, you know. Um, so that's, that's, that's my thoughts on that. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Um, As our I, friend Forrest Gump once. Yes. And actually, we've been drinking a little bit of this Hint Water, which is... Did we talk about this before? Uh, no, we didn't. I don't think. It's, it's water with a, with a smack of fruit flavor. A little, bit of, a little bit of blackberry in there. Um, but yeah, that's very good. Yeah, so I recommend that. Yeah. Hot day. Definitely, it's it's. I'm starting to feel the heat a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been seeing a few other uh, personalities from the vegan universe, so hopefully we'll be able to, to catch some more of them. Uh, Brian's a great guy. By the way, another thing about Brian Patton, check out his Instagram. I think it may just be the sexy vegan, but he posts. You know, if you're into vegan food porn and you're on Instagram, uh-huh. oh man, so good. And if you're into dogs, because he's got pictures of his dogs. Or oh, do you like dogs? Yes. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna check back in a little bit, and hopefully, we'll have another guest with us. All right. Hey, Eric, guess who we got? We got Tony. <laughs> Good guess. Yeah, Tony Yano. Uh, he's been on the show before and is one of the organizers of the event. What's up, Tony? Uh, not much, man. How you guys doing? Doing great. This is awesome. I was here at the last one last year, and it's like, seems like it's twice the size. Uh, yeah, we doubled the first year, we doubled the second year's year, and we tripled the third year. Oh, no, we doubled, 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 and then tripled this year. So uh, last year we had about 900 people. This year we have about 2,700. Well, and 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like in years prior it was mostly just about the beer, but here it's like equal beer, equal food. Yeah, actually this year we changed the name of it from the Vegan Beer Festival to the Vegan Beer and Food Festival. And what we realized was that, um, first of all, we didn't have enough food last time. There, the lineups were pretty, there was hard, it's unlike most beer festivals. Usually beer, the lineups look for beer, right? Last year there was so much beer and there wasn't so much food, so the food was really lined up. So what we decided to do was really amplify the food and move away from just food trucks. We have some amazing food trucks here, but I mean, all these restaurants, like we have Susan Vetiger's Street. Oh uh, yeah, I just saw that. And we have like Cafe Gratitude and like, you know, and I have my restaurants, Mohawk Ben's here. I mean, it's like, I want to eat at all these places and I just can't, like I just went to Shojin. Oh yeah. They recognize me and they're like, hey, what do you want? I'm like, I'm so full. They're like, what? You won't eat our food? Yeah, but <laughs> with the dynamite roll, you could just get a four piece. I'm, and a, it's... I'm a Pirates of the Crunchy kind oh, of guy. Oh dude, you know? Pirates of the Crunchy is my favorite. <laughs> That's my ultimate, ultimate favorite. Their team is walking around with Pirates of the Crunchy t-shirts. I love it. If you're not one of like a tiny, tiny segment of the entire population, it means nothing you. To think you. that they're just crazy people. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, and also, this year, it's not just at the Roxy. It's at, it's in a lot, it's at a lot across the street from the Roxy. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that just kind of goes to show how big it's gotten. Well, the truth is that we completely sold out on Wednesday. Um, typically, we sell half the tickets we're going to sell three or four days before and on the day of the show. So we feel like we probably could have done 4,000 or more. We had so, uh, somebody sent me a listing on Craigslist where people were trying to sell and buy tickets on Craigslist. There's like an aftermarket <laughs> for this what's thing. The, what's the street value of these tickets? I don't know, I think it's going for about a, about a grand. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but no, uh, congratulations. I mean, oh, this is you. fantastic. And uh, yeah, if, I, know, if, I don't know where we're gonna do it next year because we can't, I mean, if it grows even if we went from, you know, went to 3,500, I'm not sure we could yeah. fit 3,500 here, but we'll find a spot. Well, something that's also cool to notice is I look around and everybody is smiling, and that's kind of just goes to show exactly how successful this thing is. You know, I think I think the thing that makes this event very different from most beer festivals or any other beer festival I've been involved in is that it's not a drunk fest. You know, it's not a, like, like people aren't here to see how many beers they can get down for 40 bucks. Right. People are here because there's a vibe and the food is amazing and it's like, it's just like all together. Just and there's a the community yeah. too. Yeah, and, and I, mean, I go to a lot of beer festivals and typically I walk through a beer festival and it's hard for me to go five feet without bumping into five people I know. And here, it's like, these are not those people. These are different people. These are like people who are here for the whole experience. And yeah. that feels good. Absolutely. Uh, so just uh, in closing with you, if somebody wanted to organize a vegan beer and food festival someplace outside of Los Angeles, would you have any words of wisdom for them? Do it. <laughs> All right. I couldn't have put it better myself. Eric, do you have any questions for Tony? Uh, no, I don't want to take up too much of his time right now. Oh, thank you so much for letting us uh, steal you for a bit. Thank you, guys. And uh, I'm into the vegan snack attack. Right on, man. I'm into all of your restaurants and breweries. Yeah, All right. Take it easy, Tony. Take care, guys. We have found a few more members of the LA Vegan Elite. Hope you guys don't mind that I just said that. Fancy. Thank you. Eric, you won't believe this. Okay. <laughs> but we got Heather and Jenny from Spork Foods. I just dropped my glass. Oh, man. Uh, you'll have to get a nose. Shattered everywhere. So, uh, would you guys mind explaining Spork Foods, what you do? You do a lot of stuff. So if you just want to bullet point it for us, that would be awesome. Of okay. course, of course. So we're sisters. Lovely. And thank you. <laughs> Been sisters forever. And we own a vegan cooking school. It's called Spork Foods. We've been teaching for about six years. It's all vegan. It's all organic. And we also have a cookbook out in the world, and we also teach online classes so people all over the world can do Online classes? That's really cool. Yes. They're it's filmed really in HD, and you what? can watch either the whole <laughs> class or you can just take one recipe and watch the video and download the recipe. So we're basically, basically trying to veganize the world. And, you know, we have members from Kenya to, you know, cool. Saudi Arabia, but also we're the Go Veggie Chef Ambassadors, so we create recipes for Go Veggie. We go on the road for them. We cook for tens of thousands of people at trade shows yeah. and also we just are us and we just like to go to beer festivals and eat yeah. vegan food and drink yeah, you guys took the, you guys took the day off for yeah. this this is you know? this is a rare occasion it's, it's and special. we also just dream about food on a constant basis because that's just what we do we're immersed and people listening who are not familiar with these ladies 
they're not 9,000 pounds either. They are very, pe- they are petite. I'm and 8, only 8,000. How can you it's tell me? And, it, and it's, people seem to think that when someone's life revolves around food, they must be Paula Deen's. That is a really good point. Most of what we eat has some form of fiber in it, so it doesn't stay around for Would you believe years. that? Yeah. Can you believe it? And we don't deep fry up and mostly anything. So Every once in a while. Listen, you oh, you guys are such sisters. Once in a while. But, you know, there's a way to eat a lot of beautiful food and not get 9,000 pounds. That's and you know, you, you two aren't 9,000 pounds either, which which oh. is great. Cutting it close. Close enough to. <laughs> uh, so I, I definitely want to have you guys on. We've emailed back and forth a little bit. The answer is yes. The, yes. Uh, schedules are a little tricky. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to take up too much of your time now because I'm going to definitely drill you with questions another time. <laughs> but I do well, want to know. I won't tell you, you know, our, our cooking secret. Right no now. secrets oh, right no. now. Yeah. Keep that secret Save the secrets. Down. We need the listeners to have something to look forward to. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, do you do you do different types of classes every single time? We do. We change the theme up every single weekend. Have you have never done a repeat? You've never done a repeat? No. We um, we do everything from Szechuan to French cooking to comfort food to Aphrodisiac, um, Aphrodisiac uh, and Cinco de Mayo, which is very appropriate for this weekend. Yeah, yeah. We do a lot, you know, some of our most popular classes are our Southern Comfort classes. Yeah. People oh, cool. just want to get deep into that mac and cheese, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Okay, if we're going to just do one secret, I want to know the, the cheese secret. What Ooh, What do you guys like? Deep. Because Eric oh, asked me, Eric, met. hey look, Eric, <laughs> <laughs> Eric asked me earlier about vegan cheeses and my yeah. preference. And I, I say that for each different type of cuisine, a different type of yeah. you know, vegan cheese. That's the best answer. Someone's you got educated. it. You nailed it. You nailed it. There's <laughs> no one overarching vegan cheese that's like the panacea of all cooking because it it's determined by the type of cuisine, what context you want to use it in, so it's hard for us to pick a fave, but here's a little secret. Okay, a little sporky secret. Sometimes when we're making something like a pesto or like a cheesy oh, dish, yes. we throw in some miso because it adds a creaminess and a saltiness that cheese has um, without using cheese. So it adds the elements that you're getting from a cheese, and that's what we're looking for. Exactly. That was a one. Here first, nerds. <laughs> well, unless you've taken a class with the Spork ladies, you, you may. It might, it might be in our cookbook too. Jim. Might be in the cookbook. I don't know. What's the cookbook called? First, the cookbook is called Spork Fed. And where can people find that? Um, uh, any bookstore on Amazon, if you want, you can online. get it from online. Is easy. You can find it in our cooking studio. Yeah, we'll even sign it. Where is your studio? Good question. It's on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. Okay. Yes. And where can people do the online courses? Online from their house well, in their bed no, in their that, job. Let's get a little bit more specific here. Sporkonline.com. <laughs> cool. Uh, is there uh, a fee for that? It is twenty nine ninety five, and that's for lesson. No, forever. Oh, what? I know. Not that's really good. Not for recipes and videos, and over thirty Great. hours of footage to watch. So that's so cool. You will get to us. know these faces very well in different outfits, but same yeah. faces. And we've been told that we're um, a little bit shorter than people expect in real life. Which <laughs> Are we, we find funny because usually if you're watching you on a laptop, well, everybody's a little shorter when you're in a little web video. You're like a couple inches tall. I expected you to be two inches tall. (laughs) You're you're as big as my finger. I think it was our personalities that were bigger than our You have large personalities. That's true. Well, uh, thank you so much for chatting for a couple minutes. Do you have any quick little words of wisdom for the LA Vegan Beer and Food Festival crowd? Um, We are just happy that so many people showed up and that it sold out because that just shows the demand for all this vegan goodness in the world and that you don't have to be vegan to enjoy the deliciousness, right? Here's proof right here. Exactly. You know, I mean, everybody enjoys delicious food and beer. It's universal. I mean, if you were here, you'd see the fork in his pocket ready to eat, like, all this delicious food. He always has that fork in his pocket. It shows on DTE. Well, it also, you know, we also should get a spork in there so we can go or fork. You, know. you guys need promotional sporks. We do. Just to like, we'll you have them? We do have some. Right. We have a collection. We have tasting okay. sporks oh. for the trade show. I need. I need. You will have. Cool, guys. Well, Thank enjoy you. the Thank festival. Thank we already are. This is so fun. <laughs> it's we awesome. We talk all it's day. It's highlight of it right now. We may, sure. we may sometime. I think. We may sometime. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, enjoy the rest of your time here. Thank and we you. know that we will. It's good talking to you guys. You too.
friendly pirate greeting. You're welcome. Well, that's how, uh, when, when the telephone was invented, there was a big oh, campaign yes. to, to answer the phone, ahoy hoy. <laughs> <laughs> Who led that campaign? Uh, I can't remember. It might have been Alexander Graham Bell, actually. Um, Is that what Mr. Burns That's why Mr. Burns does it, yeah. <laughs> well, ahoy hoy to you. Um, we just went over to the uh, Susan Feniger Street stand. Yeah. And they had a, uh, a barbecue jackfruit bow. Yeah, got ourselves a couple of bows. A little, little Vietnamese flavor. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that we did a little bit of jackfruit today. Um, there used to be a place called Pure Luck uh, in LA that was solely jackfruit based. And I really it liked it. Solely jackfruit. Was it? I think it was. All, it was all jackfruit. Not everything that makes jackfruit. Everybody's different take on jackfruit. Of course, I've had um, Jeremy from Plant Food for People on the show, who does tacos. Uh, I mean, you can find tacos and jackfruit at the Seabirds truck at Sage in LA. Uh, I mean, it's probably not that common in probably middle America. Yeah, suck in middle America. Jackfruit is something that you can find at uh, like Asian supermarkets in a can. Uh, and you, you get it young and in water. You get them young and in water. Uh, don't get it in syrup. You can't do anything with it then. But uh, yeah, if you cook with it using different spices, you can accomplish a lot of different flavors. And uh, yeah, they totally nailed the barbecue thing. And uh, Yeah, it's very satisfying. It's a good way. I think that might be our last food item for the I day. I think it's going to be our last food item for the day. Uh, and right now we're drinking some Carl Strauss beers from San Diego. Yep. What do you think about yours? You got the IPA, IPA. right? IPA. It's good. It's strong. He told me to take my time with it, but I'm not. I liked that. He, yeah. I like that he told you to take your time with it. Yeah. He me as a guy yeah. who drinks fast. And then I got a um, the Red Trolley Ale, and he told me to stand in the sun and drink it. So. Oh, sorry about that. For some reason, it was unavoidable. Yes, now it's, uh, we're in the shade, it's starting to cool down a little bit. Besides, unfortunately, it's a little bit windy, so I apologize if that's creating some sound issues. Um, but yeah, so, alright. We talked to a bunch of people here at the festival. Great friends. Absolutely. Lifelong friends. Yep. Uh, what's your take on this whole situation? Uh, I had a really good time. I just been drinking great beer in the sun. A girl's, uh... Sorry, I'll tell you in a second. Um, <laughs> eat some really good food. Um, yeah, I, I recommend it. Even if you're not vegan, coming here, you'll just get, get some great food and get a get beer all day. Have you been to a lot of festivals like this before? No, no. Uh, it's like that's not necessarily true. I've been to like food, like a lot of things. A thing they do in LA a lot is like you know, a bunch of food trucks gather in one parking lot. Right. So I've done that. But if I do that, I'll te- like typically just stay with one place and order something bigger. So this is the first time I've actually like gotten little meals, all, like little things all day. Was and there was there one thing above everything else that you're most impressed by? I mean, we did go to a very different places. We did. Uh, Shojin, I think, is still my favorite. Actually, but I think the street was close behind. The street's great. That uh, that that butternut squash quesadilla that we had first, very good. Uh, I, I didn't have a bad thing all day. Uh, any favorite beers? Oh, good question. Um, I really like that coffee one that we had. That was really good. I can't remember who brewed it. That one was Kinetic? Kinetic, yes, that sounds right. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, that was great. I was very impressed by that. Yeah. Uh, are you a big beer drinker, Eric? Uh, I am a big... I mean, I drink beer frequently. <laughs> I guess <laughs> there's a difference between like a, a beer connoisseur and a, and a beer drinker. Uh, I do enjoy a good beer. Um, what beers do you normally go for? I normally go for like Pilsner's uh, or like something on the or, or actually I've been really into Belgian whites lately uh-huh. uh, like an Allagash white I think it's very refreshing for warmer weather um, but you know I, I, I like everything I've just started recently to get into IPAs so that's love IPAs kind of what I've been doing more of lately just because I, I finally broke down that door well uh, I've had an excellent time here I mean I guess this is as good a time as any to wrap things up uh, This it's been really incredible to be here just to see everybody having a really good time uh, I haven't seen any fist fights. No. Uh, I mean, we're at the Sunset Strip. I feel like that's something that should be happening. Oh, give it a few hours. <laughs> it's still daytime. Uh, yeah, everybody is just 
in high spirits. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine anybody's having a bad time here. And uh, yeah, Eric, thank you so much for, for coming. Hey, thanks so much for bringing me. Yeah, uh, do you have any final thoughts for, for the vegan snack attack listeners? Uh, well, if you're listening to this, you probably are already vegan, but if, uh, not necessarily. if you're not, though, if you're not, though, give it a shot. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I'm going to make any, make a major life choice right now, but I, I definitely enjoy vegan food, and I enjoy having the option, and I enjoy being healthier. So. Yeah, I mean, I do get a lot of people contacting me who listen to the show who are curious about incorporating more of a vegan diet into yeah. what they, you know, their current day to day. Do you have any, just from what you've learned so mm-hmm. far, do you have any thoughts to the people who are looking to do that? Maybe something that you've learned. Um, hmm, good question. I would say that the biggest thing I've learned is to have an open mind, and I, I try to approach all food with an open mind and, and an open mouth. And an open mouth. Hey, there you are. <laughs> um, and anything that sort of uh, offsets our impact on this planet is a good thing. So any any little step that you make, I think is a good step. Hey guys, I think I'm turning Eric into a full-fledged vegan hippie. Full, a full-fledged weenus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey now, hey now. Uh, but yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, I'd love to hear what you think. Email me, vegansnackattack at gmail.com or uh, send me a message on Twitter. It's at vegansnacker. And uh, yeah, listen to me and Eric on Hey Teens if you want to hear yeah, more about hey our, teens. our dumb funny stories and uh, we've got a lot of great guests uh, that we talk to a lot of actors and comedians and um, actually Mike Kaplan who's been on Vegan Snack Attack has also been on uh, Hey Teens so if you liked that episode you may also enjoy him on uh, on Hey Teens so thank you everybody for listening and I also want to thank Brian Patton author of the Sexy Vegan Cookbooks Uh, we've got the the Spork Girls we've got Tony Yano the sport girls, sport girls were totally adorable. They are precious. Um, yeah, thank you everybody for listening, and thanks to everybody who uh, who joined in and, and recorded a little bit with us. Thanks guys, and thanks for listening. Bye.